Hey guys, it's Roz, your host on Recharge, Rebuild and Restore. Come join me at 7pm every Sunday to empower people from all walks of life with life lessons, shared stories, tricks and tips for life. Come follow me at R3NRoth. I'm great, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to start right now. So I'll go just my little okay. intro, okay? Yeah. Hey guys, welcome to Recharge, Rebuild, and Restored. Today, I am here with a beautiful woman, a mom of three beautiful children, an entrepreneur, a personal trainer, and holistic wellness coach, and a postpartum doula. She's also very, very passionate about empowering moms in order to help make the best decision for their families and any area of their lives. Please let us welcome Miss Giselle. Hello. <laughs> Thank you so much for that introduction. <laughs> You're welcome. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. How are you doing? Not too bad. Thank you. <laughs> Um, I'm just excited to have you here with me tonight. I appreciate you taking the time to come on the platform so we can get to know who you are in the community. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate uh, you, you asking me to do this. <laughs> Great. So in terms of the pandemic, how would you say it affected you in a negative way or in a positive way? We just want to have input on your perspective. Um, it has definitely impacted me in a positive way. Um, wow even though I did lose my job, it did give me an opportunity to kind of live the life that I've always wanted to. Um, okay. When I had my first daughter, you know, when I was pregnant with her, I thought, okay, you know, I would go on mat leave, go back to work and kind of just do what I guess everybody does. But when I held her and when I, after that first year, like I really knew that I wanted to be home. I wanted to homeschool. I really wanted to be around for her. And obviously my family grew and, you know, things kind of didn't go the way that I wanted them to, or I had planned. Right. So, you know, many years later, although they're older, um, I still feel that I, I am a very huge part of their life. And I just now have been given the opportunity to kind of create the life that I want during the pandemic. Oh, wow. So you had a positive out of that. So what yes. do you see was, was your list? What did you miss least or most beginning with the pandemic? You know, sometimes I say, oh, you know, we miss friends or I miss food because I love to go to great restaurants. So I miss <laughs> that. What do you say you miss most or least in the beginning of the pandemic? Um, definitely, um, you know, missing socializing with friends, going out, like those are definitely the things I miss the most, kind of being able to just be around lots of other different people, meeting new people. Um, yeah, that's the part I miss the most because I enjoy connecting. So, ah, yeah. So he's a big social butterfly then. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so tell the audience a little bit about who you are. I am a mother of three. Um, as I, you know, with with age and time, I began to realize the things that are I am really passionate about. And along with life experiences, it kind of also, it has allowed me to 
turn my life in a certain way. Um, mm -hmm. Part of me choosing to um, pick one of the, for, okay, so I have a business, my own business called Beam Services, which means beauty, empowerment, and movement. I'm kind of looking to rebrand it, but part okay. of that um, came, one of those aspects is like you said, being a postpartum doula. And we, one of the reasons why I chose that particular section or area of working with mothers and their children is because for myself, when I had my first daughter, you know, I knew exactly what kind of birth, like the labor and all that I wanted. You know, I wanted to breastfeed. I wanted to do cloth diapering and all these things, but I didn't have a community. I didn't know where to go for information or for even and so even having a natural birth like I knew I was ready and I knew I could handle it but being young and not really knowing to stand in my power I kind of let everyone else kind of tell me what to do and I don't know if you've had this experience or know anyone else who's had this experience but all of that it kind of created a block between myself and my daughter being able to truly bond with her the way I wanted because my perfectionist mentality got in the way. That was something I realized many, many years later. And um, so that's why one of my passions, like I said, is to empower women, especially moms, to make choices that they're happy with. So even if they choose, you know, not to breastfeed, let them, I would love for them to feel confident and empowered in their truth because it's going to be the choice they make that creates good bonds with them, with them and their children. So, um, yeah, so that's one of the reasons why I chose to be a postpartum doula. And, you know, I love fitness and health and nutrition and I love to learn. So a lot of the things that I, I kind of have like certifications for, I don't necessarily practice. It's just because I love to learn and it'll be able to help me in the long run um you know help other men and women and families kind of you know understand their bodies and understand how to take care of themselves right so you said going yeah. back you wasn't you didn't have the experience or you didn't have the research to be able to leave that relationship to build between you and your mm -hmm. child at the time because it was it was coached by other people when you couldn't make the right decision for your own self so exactly. now seeing that you're trying to build a community where you can guide moms, new moms or older moms that need mm -hmm. the help to know how to be able to do that in their own rights. And if, if they, that's what they wish to do, they can do it for themselves and not feeling that they have to listen to any social media or anything like says that's what you need to do. You could do it on your own, on your own feeling of the intuition that you have in you, making you feel like that's what I want and that's what you say I want, mm -hmm. you want to give to me. So how did you come about doing that? Your second and third child, did you do that differently or did you do the same thing you did for your first child? Oh, definitely so much different. And with each, with each birthing experience, it got better. So for my, my, second, my second pregnancy and labor experience, I did it completely natural. I had a birth doula during that time um, just because I wanted to make sure that I had the support that I, that I needed or I thought I needed at the time. And going through that experience, I realized that I didn't, I would have been okay with my just myself and my husband and and all the other supportive women. So um, my third pregnancy, I mm -hmm. actually was able to give birth at the birthing house on Cote d'Inez Road. Um, mm -hmm. So it was, you know, I had midwives and doulas and it was just an, a beautiful like sisterhood experience with my husband there with me, of course. And so like that really made me feel empowered and so connected. Um, I People may think I'm crazy, but I love 
giving birth. I love the labor experience, as painful as it is. I well, think it's the great for you because I my, my heart goes out to you, my hat goes out to you. I appreciate you. <laughs> what you did. It's all good, but we have, have our own right, as you said, and my right show me the epidural. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And, and, you know, that's, and I love that, you know, I love for a woman to know what she wants and right. celebrate that. You know what I mean? Because you want to make sure that, you know, especially when it comes to giving birth, you don't know what's going to happen. Sometimes what you expected doesn't always turn out that way. And that's okay. And giving women the space to even grieve the process or the um, image that they wanted that's okay too. So like, I love that, you know, my mom was the same way too. She's like, just give me that epidural, please. I don't want to hear anything else. And good for you. <laughs> At that time, yes, but now knowing more now about your body and stuff, because you know what too, as you said, experience you grow, right? And then exactly. we change a mindset. We align ourselves to different things in our lives. So it's different. And knowing yes. what I've known now, should I have taken the epidural? Maybe not, because now I have lots of pain in my back, and you know, mm. as well as you would naturally. But can I deal with the pain at a time? I don't think I could in my mind <laughs> that pain. So it's it works with lots of things as well, right? But it's yes. the own choice to make. So exactly. How, so how do you think that the community needs this business that you are working on and want to launch into the community? How do you think that would make a difference? with your business and all the other businesses that's there helping moms old and new to be able to have the freedom to say, you know, I want to have a natural birth and I don't want to have a birth with, with um, no medication or, or no um, after effect, after, after affections, after I have that birth, then I have more pain as what I am going through right now to be my mm. own. So how do you think that would be a difference with what you're coming with right now? And what and that's it. So, you know, I, I really, I think it's important. So, you know, I, I kind of dabble in, in several different things. So as you know, I'm also very passionate about nutrition and awareness on that area as well. And I mm -hmm. think that we definitely just need to meet people where they're at and then really listen to them and listen to what their goals are, what their dreams are. And at that point, you know, educate them on certain aspects and then give them the chance to then decide. Because I think a lot of times, you know, society paints a certain thing one way, and we have no idea that there's so many other ways to go about doing things. So like, you know, back in the day, for example, even like, let's talk about cloth diapers, you know, like back in, you know, when maybe my mom had my brother, for example, that was probably something like very normal, you know what I mean? And then we have conventional diapers nowadays, but cloth diapers are still a thing. And maybe there is a mom who's really conscious about the earth and really wants to make sure that she does her part to keep our earth healthy and clean, but never thought about that there actually still are cloth diapers that exist. So it's like, you know, maybe I can remind her, say, hey, you know, by the way, this still is a thing. You can still do this. Oh my God, I didn't know that. So just like mm -hmm. giving people options that they may not have even thought about and then they decide so that's really what i that's really what my my mission is to meet people where they're at so you want them to be aware to be aware that they have choices and then exactly and to, to take care of our environment <laughs> yeah i'm I, I knowing too that we're trying to also save the planet for our generation to come right because we enjoyed it already for the life that we already lived and we want to protect it so our children and generation to come have could even enjoy a little of what we have enjoyed 
in a good and clean environment, whereas you can live longer, can have healthier choices to do healthy things and things like that. So it's important as well. So I understand that for sure. Yeah, yeah. So you talked about you have another business with health. So what is that about? And can you elaborate some more on that? So I've aligned myself with an amazing nutrition company that like has really has a, an, an amazing vision. So it, the way the company started, um, just around the time of the, the Rodney King beatings, actually, and um, the, the, the founder decided to plant his business right in the heart of that neighborhood where there was so much, you know, poverty and maybe, you know, and, and maybe no hope. So no he hope. employed, you know, criminals who were just coming out of jail. He employed mothers who were on welfare. Like he really took a stand and changed the, the community around him. And, you know, there's, so there's that aspect that I'm so proud to be aligned with a company that looks at not just saying they're about change, but truly making a change. So then there's that aspect. And then, you know, speaking of Earth Day, you know, we plan on being um, uh, plastic free, at the end, by the end of 2021. So, so far, I believe last year, we saved 30,000 pounds of plastic from going into the landfills. That's wow. like, that's huge, you know? And mm -hmm. so it's mm -hmm. a, it's a, it's a huge thing to go plastic free. So being able to have um, packaging that you can plant in your, in your backyard, that's compostable, right. plantable, that will just biodegrade in about right. two years time, it'll turn into the soil. So there's that aspect. And then there's the aspect now where it comes to the food part where we're getting whole foods, real foods, non-GMO, glyphosate free, um, really be, and, and also giving an opportunity to those who are looking for a way to create income for themselves, especially during the pandemic where some people right. have lost their jobs. There are 5 million women in the right. U.S. who had to walk away from their jobs during this right. time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. being able to um, give back in that aspect, providing people with an opportunity to create an income and a legacy for their families at the same time being able to take care of their health um, I think like it's a no brainer for me. And my mission is to, again, it, there we have something called the million mom movement where, you know, we're taking the time to really bring awareness to what's in a lot of our foods, especially focusing on glyphosate toxicity and just allowing people to take the time to go to the store, read the packaging on your stuff that you're buying and slowly right. make small changes bit by bit being a non-judgmental supportive community that's out there to empower educate and help women and men families to be conscious consumers and to just be able to vote with their dollar you know oh so the what's the name of the uh, company you said that it is um is with the wellness um health what is the name of the company so the name of the company is Perium health products Perium health. and then Purium health products, yes. Mm -hmm. And then we have, um, they have the, the movement called the Million Mom Movement, which is a grassroots, yes. So the Million Mom Movement, um, um, so they have changed the, they have changed it from Million Mom Movement to Movement of Many, because we realize that it's not just moms, there's aunties, dads, caregivers, everyone, everyone, everyone who cares about, you know, again, like you spoke about the future and the next generation, it's right. important that we take a stand. And I feel that, you know, so many people have been affected by 
glyphosate toxicity. You know, we have a we have this pandemic that's going around, but honestly, you know, we should be focusing a lot on our nutrition. And that's a huge pandemic. And glyphosate is a huge pandemic. It affects all of us in many different ways. I don't right. know if you're aware, but the plain Cheerios has the highest amount of glyphosate per million within that cereal. So mm. a lot of moms who, you know, I gave my children that feeling like you're doing your children a favor, giving them the one with no flavor to right. start their palates and making sure we start them off so they're not, they're not addicted to sweets. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not knowing that we're poisoning our babies, you know? So just simple things like that, just creating awareness and taking a stand and telling these companies, no, we don't want this in our food, take it out. You know what I mean? So I think that's a very, a very important thing. And I, it would be, I would feel irresponsible if I didn't talk about this to as many people as I could. Well, you know, you're saying that, yes, but you know, remember to you had a little man going against a million dollar company. So how would you be able <laughs> to go out there to reach out to all these things that is good for us. Like nutrition is super expensive, right? And the things that is not nutrition, it is so cheap that people mm -hmm. can buy seven and six at one time. Whereas yeah. for nutrition, it costs more that you can't even afford to buy it. How do we mm -hmm. be able to differentiate to say, you know what? Okay, I would love to buy this product, but it's costing me like $200. But then I can get all this now at a cheaper cost, which I know is some things is not good for me, but I'll still eat it because that's how I can survive. How would mm -hmm. you be able to go to this, this beautiful family and say to them, you know what? You, they have to see your vision. How can you show them your Definitely. So, I mean, there's different avenues to look at. Again, meeting people where they're at is super important. And I right. think that there's different ways that you can look at it. So if you look at the right now, a lot of times our children and even ourselves, we're right. suffering and we don't even notice we're suffering. We think it's normal. We think it's normal to be bloated. Oh, this is a, my baby pouch. We think it's normal to like to not be able to sleep. We think it's normal that we have pain. Like there's so much things that we just say, ah, oh, you know what, it is what it is this is just how my life is going to be. So that's one thing that we don't even sit and and sometimes sit with the fact that are we okay? Are you okay? How are you feeling? Right? There's that. And a lot of times our children are suffering, you know, they have eczema, they have allergies and they may have, you know, they may not be able to pay attention in school. So like there's an urgency happening right now in front of you that we think is normal that we have to just bring awareness to that. That's one avenue. The second mm -hmm. avenue is looking at the long term. So maybe right now you may feel that, oh, you know, what I'm doing right now is working because I can't afford the other way. But right. then as we get older and our children get older, you know, like there might be issues that come up, health issues there. You're going to end up spending money on, you know, maybe ointments for skin conditions, on medication for, for various diseases and illnesses, um, taking time off of work. So in the long run, you're going to end up spending that money right. because you're going to have to spend it because you're sick. So would you mm -hmm. rather spend it to prevent yourself from being sick or would you rather spend it on trying to, you know, put band-aids on the symptoms in the long run? So mm -hmm. those are the ways to look at it. And the third aspect is really taking a look at your budget. A lot of times we only think of groceries, but we don't think of our daily runs to Tim Hortons or Starbucks. 
um when we're so hungry we forget to bring a snack we pick up something on the road we don't think about our when we order out so there's ways that we can cut corners if we really want it you know we have to want something bad enough to create the change i feel that if something somebody wants something bad enough they're going to find a way to make it happen so you breed you want to be breed you you don't want it bad you don't want it bad you wouldn't get it so okay yeah so that so that we have three R's here we always use right now. What season are you going to see in? Because I know you have been through some things. Do you want to talk about it? Or which R would you say are recharge, rebuild, and restore? Where are you right now? <laughs> I am definitely in the rebuilding phase of my life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sometimes. Love it. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. Sometimes things crumble and um, and it's okay. You know, yep. sometimes things have to crumble in order for it to be rebuilt even stronger than it was before. And right. I think that's that's where I'm at. You know, my life kind of crumbled and, you know, I'm in a separation right now and so unexpected. But things happen and I had to kind of take a stand for myself. And so with that being said, I am rebuilding my foundation as a woman, as a mother, and um, really believing that, you know, with God's help, I believe that I can have everything I want. And really, all I really want is to be able to be here for my children, no matter how old they are, and to be able to build an income without having to have a boss, being my own boss. And however, whatever comes my way, I have the power to say yes or no if it does not align with the direction I want to take my life and the way that I want to impact the world. And so, yeah, I'm definitely in the rebuilding phase. And so I'm happy about it. <laughs> went through, and now you're separated, but you are, you are, you, so you're in a good place. Exactly. Right, right. So um, how were you able to, to rebuild after this devastation that you've been through? Well, honestly, um, believe it or not, my nutrition played a huge impact in my rebuilding. So um, at the beginning of 2020, um, you know, I, I am actively in therapy and my therapist noticed, you know, she felt that I needed to take a, you know, a depression assessment and mm-hmm. it turned out I was severely depressed and I was wow. kind of shocked. I was shocked because most people who know me, you know, I'm very peppy. I'm always smiling. I have energy and whatever. And mm-hmm. even her, she, she was like, you know, she didn't even, it kind of almost slipped by her too. Because I'm always been the person I easily I'm a great actress. And I mean I have to I have to own that because I didn't even realize it, you know, until I got hit with the diagnosis. Like, wow, me depressed, like that doesn't make any sense. That you know, something they put into the body is not healthy for them. And we all do it until we are knowledgeable and we change our mindset. Because if we don't know, we'll do exactly what we know, right? But when exactly. you get to know different, you'll change. And it's one step at a time. You cannot go like right right away, as you said. Exactly. Other question too. Is it affordable that, the, that we could be able to buy this product so we can use it? Because sometimes... A few months later, you know, I, you know, I took, I did a 10-day, a 10-day cleanse. And it really, it changed it changed my life. It really did. Um, I was, I was so in a bad place where everything just was, I was just so beating myself up. Everything was like negative to me. You know, this is just when the pandemic was hitting and, you know, people are like changing their lives, picking up hobbies, you know, teaching their children. And I'm like, what, what are you doing? Just all like, 
you're not yeah. even talking to your children. You're not even teaching them anything. Like, what, what, are, you, what are you doing with your life? Like, right. bad place. And, yeah. you know, months later, I realized, like, I can still scroll up and see my friends and people I don't know doing these amazing things. And I'm like, yeah, good for them. You know, like, me, I'm just going to take it easy. It's That's been right. a hard, 2019 was a hard year for me and my family. So, you know what? I'm not going to teach them anything right now. I'm going to relax because right. I deserve it. And the fact that I was saying these things to myself, I was like, wow, like, wow, like this is not the person I was a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the only thing that really changed was how I was nourishing my body. And, and so then the that- community of people that I had around me as well was a huge impact. Okay, so the community you had around you, you said that you mm-hmm. were deep in depression when you was just going through your separation with your husband. Yeah. How how did you know you was depressed to say that you needed help, or was someone around you that saw that something was not right? Because who was that person that pushed and said, "You know what? I'm going to break this door down, or I'm going to come anyway if you don't want me to, and I'm going to get a, give you the help that you needed." Who was that saving grace? honestly I was my saving grace (laughs) it was me I just knew like I I didn't want to stay there like I could not live like that where I'm in my car and my car became like the place where I let it all out you know I cried and that was where I was able to kind of be me and then I get out the car you know you wipe my face and I shake it off and I just go about my day but I really because you know I was I already started therapy I was kind of really learning to tune in and check in with myself ever so often to see how I was doing um but I guess I I even tricked my own self you know because again I didn't even realize or didn't put a you know a label to my emotions until I did that assessment but it's like, okay, there's really something, you know, chemically wrong. And I'm like, okay, you know, I can go, I can take the route of, you know, taking medication to kind of boost or kind of get a jump start out of this. But I'm like, this is not who I want to be for the rest of my life. I know there is, there must be another way for me mm-hmm. to come out of this rut. And so, yeah, I had to be my own best friend at that moment wow. and pull and pull myself out, you know, changed my nutrition. I didn't even really think that that cleanse would have been so impactful on my mind state. But now I learned that gut health is connected to mental health. And so when I cleanse my my gut and I rehealed my gut, well, it's still, you know, like I still have a ways to go cutting out certain things out of my diet, but right. doing that made a huge impact on my mental health. But right. I was my own best friend at that point. And wow. um and having the strength to do that so i appreciate that going back <laughs> thank you going back to to what we talked about with the business aspect of you know all the things that you're going to be doing sooner i just want mm-hmm. to know when you entered the retail market because now you're going into there to sell out to do all your stuff you're doing for the wellness and for yes your, your, your doula, um, business mm-hmm. what were your biggest worry and what was the biggest doubt Oh, well, I mean, the biggest doubt for me is always like, am I good enough? You know, do I know enough? Um, Will I really create that much of an impact in somebody's life? You know, Mm -hmm. Um, those are always the the concerns and worries that I still kind of kind of deal with. But the those voices are not as loud as they used to be. And I think that when (laughs) I think that once we, you know, we really and continue to just 
Yeah. Yes, they're, they're, it takes time to get comfortable. Yeah. And, yeah. and also just going back to the, our why, you know, why have we chosen this path? And remembering mm-hmm. that, you know, we want to create an impact. We can't create an impact keeping quiet. So, yeah, so yeah, that's, that's, it's scary. But I think that when we, if we keep being ourselves and remain authentic and know that we're coming from a place of love, you know, the people who want to be with you will roll with you and those who don't, that's okay. And that's all right. That's right. And I was just about to ask the question, what you answered it. What would you have stopped you from starting your business and didn't and why? What would have stopped me from starting right. my business? Mm, right. I think that if I had lis- if I listened to other people, then mm-hmm. that would have definitely stopped me from doing my business. You know, like just thinking, well, you know, this is it's not a stable way to make money, or you know, like a lot a lot of it is around people have a you know are scared when you're when you're in business for yourself. Like where's the money gonna come from? Well, I'm in control of that. You know, I have to, I have to work my business, and right. and you know, as much as we have the freedom, there is a lot of discipline that comes with it, right? It's mm-hmm. not the same like right. clocking in and clocking out of a job where you know that once you show up, you know you're mm-hmm. getting paid. But you here, you, yeah, you, you here you still have to show up. You have to show up for yourself. Right. So when we yeah. feel sick, when we're sad. We still go get up and go to work. We can cry all the way to work. We wipe the tears because your bosses don't want to see you cry. They'll often tell you to leave your feelings at the door. Right. So you still have to show up. But do here, you do it well. Yeah, exactly. And so now we need to sh- we need to learn to show up for ourselves, and that can be a challenge when you work for yourself. But you got to remember that you have a multi million dollar business that you need to show up for. So the discipline is key. Discipline of sure. And as a mom and a businesswoman, have you mastered finding the balance here with you between you and your, 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 your children? Um, it's I mean, I don't think I've mastered it yet, but I think I'm getting pretty good. You know, I I'm pretty good at, you know, I have my I have a schedule and right. I make sure that I have everything written down. I have like reminders everywhere. So <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 practice, but um I think that as as each day passes, I get better and better at kind of regulating my time and blocking out times. Right. So you're finding your yeah. balance. Exactly. So what, exactly. So what, what tip do you always have on hand to keep your focus or pushing forward in each role? Like what tip do you have as a mom and as a businesswoman? Hmm. I think, you know, like you spoke about balance and I feel that harmony is a better word because wow. there's some, there's some times when you can't really it will it won't be even per se like let's say for example I have like let's say maybe I have a big goal this month for my business I might have to sit my children down and be like guys I'm gonna be really busy for the next couple of months or the next couple of weeks you know let's let's I need you to, you know, let's, we're going to do this together. However, we're going to make sure that we stick to having our Thursday family nights. You know what I mean? So like you make it, you, you communicate with the people who will be impacted by your life. So I think, yeah, I think communication is key and still making sure that you make time for your family. So communication is key. And I just was listening to Kevin Hart um, on a podcast and he was saying the exact same thing. He said, you know, the podcasts are asking the question, how do you find balance and what do you do as a father 
was raising his children because he's, he's divorced. And he says the same thing he just said. He says that he sits his kids down and he talks, as parents, we, we do that too. We sit our kids mm-hmm. down and talk to them and say, listen, this is A, B, C, and D, and I want us all to work together. So if we work together and we put it together in perspective, we all can enjoy the benefit of what we work. I worked hard for. So it's exactly. the same thing applies to your family. So you're yes. working hard, you're showing them that, you know what, I'm going to push hard, I'm going to work, but this is going to benefit you later as long as we work together and we have this open communication that you know what I'm doing, you understand it, and we have the support too. Support is important as well because you yes. can have a communication, you can talk about stuff, but if their support is not there, so for example, the daughter will say, okay, mom, I'll take care of that tonight so you can do that. And that's what it works together. So you have to be teamwork. Because without exactly. teamwork, you wouldn't be able to have, you wouldn't have no rewards because nothing would be coincide with each other. Everything, as yes. you say, harmonize. Let's put harmonize together. Yes, yes, so exactly. Yeah, great tip, great tip. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and have the pandemic at all affected your business in any way? No. Um, I mean, so like I told you, I, I mean, I did dabble in personal training. I am right. a certified, I, I do, I have a certification in a fit in a, in a, in an aerobics class. However, right. I didn't even get, I didn't get the chance to even start doing that. Um, but now there is opportunities obviously to, to do that online or even right. outside as the weather gets nicer. So that's great. Um, and in regards to everything else, I mean, when the time comes that I really want to delve back into my postpartum doula practice, I mean, people are having babies, pandemic or no pandemic. Not me, not me. <laughs> <laughs> and people are always eating. So, you know, right. I'm, I, I have a pandemic proof business, which is amazing. Awesome. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so that's good. That's out of the pandemic. People need you to make them feel better mentally, emotionally, and physically. So you, yes. are, you are one person that is grounded and balanced to ha- try to help everyone become very centered. So that's a good thing. Yes. yes. <laughs> do you have any mentors? And do you feel that it's important to have one? I do. I feel it's important to have many. I think that we can learn different things from so many different people in many different ways. Yeah, um, you know. I have so many great friends. One of my one of my best friends, Chantal, you know, like I think she's just an amazing woman. Um, you know, I love how she mothers her her children and you know, even she has her own business and you know, like sometimes it's she is she is one of the women like she's like my soulmate as a friend. One of those people who kind of just gets you no matter mm-hmm. what you say, how you say it, like yeah, she didn't so, judge her, make you feel that you don't no. say the right thing, and she, or you do the right thing. Yes. She just she understands you who you are. me. Yes. Who you are. Yes, and she yeah. gets. It's not even just accepting, but like literally knows exactly what I mean. Like there's people who can accept, but they don't necessarily agree. But she mm-hmm. is like me, but another person. So, <laughs> so I have her. You know, one of my one of my lovely life friends, and then you know, as you grow in different areas of life, there's right. you know, there's a sisterhood of the postpartum doula world. There's my uh-huh. you know my my community of people who I work with in in nutrition, and um, and in fitness. I mean, I there's a lot of people I look to that are online. I do have some friends, you know, who I can talk to and who are in the city that I also gain knowledge from. 
but right. um but yeah so you know there's a pools of people and even you know like your your you have your Tony Robbins and your you know these different uh, motivational speakers who who can who share who share amazing knowledge on on the internet but i love to be able to have tangible real people i know you know that are in my circle that i can look up to as well cuz they're out there so yeah, just cuz they're not famous people. doesn't mean that they no. they don't they don't have an impact on my life yeah, they have a lot of beautiful people in our community right now. And mentoring, exactly. mentoring I think is very important. You can have one for your mental, you can have one for physical, you can have one for spiritual. Exactly. You can just have, and you surround yourself with people too that you know that truly is authentic and who's willing to share and to love and to support you no matter what, you know? Yes. They, they, they have that and, and they will guide you. Although sometimes you won't like what they say, but they will guide you to love sometimes. How about that? Exactly. Exactly. And that's the key. That's yeah. the key. When you have yeah. someone you know who they genuinely love you, yeah. it'll sting. The words will sting sometimes, but you know they're coming from love. So that I makes a huge you. impact. From a good place. Right. So do you have any self-care tips you you have learned or are learning that you can share with us? Do you have any you can share with our audience? Definitely. I mean, the the real, I think the most important self-care tip I have is to check in with yourself. Mm-hmm. How do because, you do that? well, really take a moment and be still. Mm-hmm. And just be like, how are you doing today, Giselle? How are you really doing? How are you really, really doing? <laughs> you know? And mm-hmm. I think sometimes you can get those thoughts out by journaling, you know, right. by having like a video log if you want to like, or even record yourself, like write out your thoughts, purge them out, you know, have someone to talk to, even if it's like, it's, even if it's just your journal. But I think that's one of the most important things that we can do for ourselves because I feel that we're so, especially as women, we, you know, we take care of everybody else. We don't sit Mm -hmm. to take a moment to see how we're doing. So Mm -hmm. that's the one thing that I learned to do over these past couple of years with everything that that has been going on. And it's okay to say no sometimes. I'm so sorry, but I can't do it right now. I'll yes. do it another time. And then you just try to find that, that balance, as you said. So it's important yeah. to stand still or sit still and listen. So yes. what impact do you want to make for people you love in your community this year? What impact do you want to make on them? Ah, well, the one thing that um, I, I have been really sitting with a lot is to show what's possible when you really, you know, how do I say this? Wow. When you, when you, when you come out of, when, when you can step into what you, what your greatness is, there's possibilities over here. And mm. I think sometimes we, you know, we get scared or we get, we let the, the self talk, talk us out of our, our dreams and passions, or we let family members or friends put their fears, project their fears onto us. And I really want to show what can be possible on the other side if you take a chance on yourself. That is the impact that I want to make. And I kind of want to take everyone on the journey with me as I grow. Because it's one thing to, like, you say you're going to do something, you kind of disappear, and then you're on the other side. And everyone's like, well, how did you get there? You know what I mean? Like, I would love to show the good, the bad, and the ugly of what it's like to be on the other side and to own your life and to be able to, you know, take the things that you really are passionate about and run with them. So what you're saying is that you want to you coming to come along with you and grow with you, and you, yes. you you don't want to keep it to yourself. Whatever you know, you want to share. 
But, you know, sometimes too, we know things and we don't share. We keep it to ourselves. Or sometimes we share, but we don't want to share the right time. But you yeah. want to just share. So you're going to come to, you're going to see all my flaws. It's okay. You're going to see where I fall. That's all right. You're going to see where I pick up and keep on going. And that's what you want the community to have with you. Exactly. Exactly. So, well said, Miss. Well said, Miss Giselle. Well said. <laughs> so all that being said, Miss Giselle, I know you sing in a beautiful oh. choir. You didn't mention that, but I would have said in the end because you have this poor house as well. I just looking on Facebook this week. I see you guys was going like. I said, "What is going on with you?" <laughs> <laughs> so is, is, your, uh, is your choir active at all, or is it in, in lockdown with a uh, with a COVID or? Well, honestly, you know, since everything that happened personally, I took yeah. I took a step back. So I don't really know what's happening, but I'm oh, going to okay. assume that, yeah. you know, things are, are not the same. You know, like okay. I know that. Yeah, I don't think there's much happening. I believe that maybe there are maybe virtual events or maybe they sing online, but I really don't know. <laughs> or you're not part of the group anymore. But you can still sing, right? You still yeah. have a voice. So can yeah. you bless us with a song or a chorus or something? Something that keeps you going. Okay, I want to rephrase the question then. Listen to that. What song that keeps you going when you're so low and when it was in that dark place and you're trying to get out of just just um, bless the audience with your voice just for like 20 minutes. I'm just joking. Just <laughs> <laughs> 20 minutes i'm like you're gonna have to pay me <laughs> Girl, i would pay you for sure of course <laughs> oh my gosh um <laughs> okay um so this song um basically you know when we're going through hard times sometimes it's easy to you know, kind of feel sorry for yourself and stay stuck in that darkness. So this song kind of takes the pressure off of thinking about what all the terrible things going on and reflecting it back up to God. So, um, yeah, so it's basically a worship song. Great. Oh, gosh. Let me see if I can hey, find Ms. the right Giselle note. <laughs> Miss Giselle is on the mic, guys. Let's listen to Miss Giselle. <laughs> I'm so shy. Oh, my God. I'm not a soloist. <laughs> you, you'll be fine. You'll be fine, Miss Giselle. You'll be fine. Okay, 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 okay. <clears throat> With every song I sing, Lord, I want to let your praises ring. I will give all of me, Lord, yes. Whatever it takes, I'll worship you. Cause you're awesome, mm. amazing. I lift my hands, I'll worship you. You're Alpha and Omega. I lift my hands and worship you. Okay, that's it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Thank you so much. 
Oh, thank you so much for gracing us with your voice. We appreciate yeah. you. I appreciate you taking the time to come out and talk about all the beautiful things you're doing in the community and want to do for your community so our community can grow. To just be aware of there's possibilities out there and we can make changes in our life if we choose to. It's not by any force. We're not asking exactly. anyone to force yes. upon you to do yeah. anything. We're just trying yeah. to end enlighten you to what's in the community because this this podcast is about a community base so people that comes on this platform is to share to love to teach and to guide and to make our community be better than what it was before but it's in your own term in your own time in your own yes. space and yes. when you, and you you feel love and will be appreciated because whoever comes here is just want to share love to the community so that's exactly what to do. We're not doing anything to demean anyone, to make anyone feel less than, to make anyone feel that they have to do anything against <coughs> you. It's a choice that you make and you can choose whatever you would love to choose and that's okay. Yes, exactly. Okay. So, Mr. Jezai, where can we find you? Where can we find <laughs> you? Tell the audience that. Where can we find you, Ms. Giselle? Well, on Instagram, you can find me at Giselle Beeman. Um, okay. on Facebook, Giselle Crouch is my name. And I mean, that's really it. I mean, I am, I'm a simple dimple girl. I don't have a, you know, a website or anything too grand. So oh, just reach out to me. And we can reach out to your social media. That's fine too. There you do go. You want exactly. Give, do you want to give out your email if possible? Or you just want to do the social media thing? Yeah. Social media is great. I'm always, awesome. I'm always available there. So yeah. Great. <laughs> Miss Giselle, thank you so much yes. for taking the time to chat with Miss Roz and recharge, rebuild, and restore. Thank you so much. It's very nice talking to you. Have a good night. <laughs> you too. You you able to be your best friend to know that you needed help. You go out there, you find the help, and when you got the help, were you able to tell others about it, or was it just a secret that you kept it to yourself? Oh, I kept it to myself for a very long time. Um, right. You know, I think. I mean, I feel. A lot of times we say that within the West Indian culture that, you know, mental health and all these things are kind of hush hush. But I think in a lot in a lot of areas, it is a hush hush. I find that maybe sometimes you look at maybe people who are wealthy and privileged and kind of, you know, maybe they look at therapy like a normal thing. It's kind of, you know, but we have to normalize that, too. You know what I mean? We have a doctor for our body and we have a quote unquote doctor for our mind. And it's okay right. to be right. able to go out there and talk to somebody about what's going on within us. And so for a long time, I kept it a secret. I didn't tell anybody about, you know, me being depressed or even for a short amount of time. Cause it's like, Oh, you take those meds, you're going to end up, you know, in the madhouse forever. Or, you mm -hmm. know, like there's all these myths around medication. Right. And, but right. sometimes they are saving grace for, for some people. And, so right. mm -hmm. so so yeah i've decided that i'm not going to keep it a secret any longer i think it's important for us to, to start talking about these things well i'm very happy to know that you were strong enough to stand up and say you know what when you look in the mirror say giselle i need to go and find some help and you did and you know the third thing too about our culture is that we have so much pride and we pride yeah. sometimes it keeps us back from getting the help we need because we're so ashamed to ask for help. Yes. yes. And we feel that we're going to be judged. And because we're going to be judged and people are going to make fun of us and call us names, we keep it to ourselves and we are dying inside, but we refuse to get the help we need. So, yes. Glory to you. When life feels tough, 
It is easy for our needs to get lost in the windmill of emotions and practicalities that we might be dealing with. Our bodies and our minds need regular maintenance to function effectively. Yes, self-care is not an indulgence, but a necessity for navigating life's transitions and finds and times of change successfully and with our health impact. Small achievable acts of self-maintenance such as regular bedtime, quiet moments to yourself, a healthy and regular meal, and some gentle exercise or mindful practice can significantly help you to cope when life transition comes your way. If you are feeling overwhelmed with life changes or transformation or transitioning or struggling to cope in the moment, just take the time to breathe. Take the time to reflect. Take the time to realize that it's okay because sometimes we are low and then we we rise up again. So behind every dark cloud, there is a silver lining. No matter what we go through in our lives, we just have to keep on holding on, knowing that better things will come as long as we totally put our trust in God. Or just take the time to reflect knowing that Nothing lasts forever with pain. After there is pain, there comes joy. So I thank you and appreciate you for taking the time to be on this platform with us. And I pray that you continue to share this message to everyone that you know, letting them know that there is someone out there who cares for them. There is someone out there who will help them if they ask. So don't be ashamed or don't be afraid to ask. And sometimes when we ask another right person will help you or say mean things or say things to hurt your feelings, still love them because the best thing to have is love. So have a wonderful, wonderful week ahead and can't wait to hear from you guys soon. Peace out. Hey guys, please don't forget the archery and Ross run supported by the ALS of Quebec. It will take place this summer on Sunday, the 27th of June from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Run a 3K up to a 10K, your choice. Please share this wonderful event with all of your friends or as many people as possible to support the run or you can just donate. Check out the link in my podcast. Peace. I feel the love, I receive it, and I'm giving it right back to you guys. Thank you.